Stone gets the puck after the draw. Petrangelo shoots, save, and a rebound, score! Chandler Stevenson finds the puck in the slot, pots the rebound, and the Knights are back in the lead, 3-2. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Without it, oh, and a tip puck and a shot, they score! Michael Abadio, the Knights win it in overtime! 5-4 Vegas! A double overtime victory for the Golden Knights. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in, Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace hanging out inside the Underground Lounge at the Oil Hotel and Casino. Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, back inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... We're getting closer. A strong indication that we're sneaking closer to the Stanley Cup final. And game number one on Saturday is... The arrival of the Florida Panthers. It's official. They've touched down. They are in the Las Vegas Valley, and we have media day tomorrow. We'll be all over that over at T-Mobile Arena at the Fortress. I bring you the sights and the sounds uh, and paint that picture for you on all the anticipation regarding this Stanley Cup Championship Series. The Vegas Golden Knights in their second Stanley Cup final. So are the Florida Panthers. But it's uh, been a while since the Panthers were on this stage. 19 96 was the last time the Florida Panthers appeared as one of the final two in the Stanley Cup final, and they were brushed aside by the Joe Sackick-led Colorado Avalanche, and we know that uh, Vegas was here against the Washington Capitals in 2018. Uh, there's no spillover from the Florida side of it, but as we get into this show today, let's talk about the experience that Vegas has coming back from 2018 and those that are still around. And a core group of that expansion team remains part of the influencing factor of the VGK. Yeah, you're, you're right on the money there. I mean, this is, a, this is another opportunity, right, for the likes of Jonathan Marcheseau and Riley Smith and William Carlson, Will Carrier, Shea Theodore, Braden McNabb. Like, th- there's... Uh, a lot of I would I would argue ownership right where where this core was in that moment they lived that moment and now they have kind of clawed themselves back into an opportunity to play for the Stanley Cup I'm really curious to see how the next two and a half three weeks unfold because you've got that experience you 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 know what it's like to go through it and now your your expectation I think is to have that end a little bit differently than it did in 2018. You talk about the experience of being there and on this stage because it is a show, man. If you were out at City National Arena and saw uh, the production that went into practice today uh, in front of uh, Bruce Cassidy and his players, the stands were packed, the NHL was coming in, the media contingent was large, and that's going to expand probably five tenfold as all the national folks uh, arrive over the next 15 to 16 hours uh, on our city getting ready for media day. It's a different feel about it and being through that a couple of times I think is key. So uh, we know that that core group from the Misfits unit has experienced it. A year later Bruce Cassidy came as close as you can 
to winning the Stanley Cup without yeah. going to a seventh game. He lost to Ivan Barbashev and Alex Petrangelo, who have experienced it. And then you add in the likes of, uh, of Phil Kessel, of somebody like uh, Jonathan Quick or, or Alec Martinez, who have two cup rings. Uh, the experience of being here, winning or losing, but being on this stage and whatever nerves are, are swirling around or the different approach to handling this what could be a distraction really does favor uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. It's just it's 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 knowing right. It's knowing what the next two and a half three weeks are going to be like. It's understanding the pressure of the hockey. It's understanding the pressure of the games inside and out. But it's also understanding, as you mentioned, like the part of the show and and, and how things change a little bit. The the obligations from a media perspective change um, and shift a little bit in the in the Stanley Cup play in the Stanley Cup Finals. So. Yeah, I think for the Golden Knights, you look at the experience that they have up and down the roster. You look at the guys that have been here before, the guys that have won before. Um, I think the Golden Knights are in a good spot to be able to deal with this in a really positive way over the next three weeks. You know one of the hardest things to balance for a player in a Stanley Cup final isn't the competition, isn't the media, but family and friends. <laughs> Trying to work that out, you, you, you chuckle? But I've watched it firsthand uh, from from buddies that have been through this, and what has to go in, and the uh, the people that look after the tickets and the travel and everything that goes on. Rick Bronstein from the, from the Vegas Golden Knights side of it, it it becomes really integral because uh, so much family will come in from the Vegas Golden Knights side for games one and two. So you got to get them tickets. You got to get them set up uh, where they're staying, and it's it's not necessarily a distraction, but it it takes away a little bit of focus. So having been through something like that, and making sure mom and dad, brother, sister, sister-in-law, uh, friends, your buddies, are all taken care of without taking your eye off the prize, that until you go through it is a challenge. And then as things go on through a series. There's a ramp up of, of that because you get into uh, somebody's going to be in a clinching scenario and yeah. you want everybody involved in that. And uh, if things are fortunate enough to go down that path, I'll address what goes into to that stage later. But uh, this is a significant from coaches to managers to uh, office personnel to uh, uh, different people that support the, the, the team. There's a large influx of people that. When you're do, trying to do your job as a player or a coach or a, a equipment manager, uh, it's it's a, a little bit of just something that takes your eye away from things, and you got to make sure you get that focus back. And I think it it does affect the the first timers or people that aren't able to lean on a large group like the Vegas Golden Knights have that have been through this. Yeah, I don't doubt that that idea at all. That you you're trying to coordinate a lot of different things. Like you've got. A, a whole bunch of people that want to be there, want to be there to support you, want to be a part of, you know, what this is. It's the the culmination of everything that these players have been working their entire lives for, an opportunity to play for the Stanley Cup. So I I can only imagine what the added pressure in that moment is, or or at least the logistics of trying to figure everything out. Um, and, and then you you know you ultimately have a job to do. At the end of all of that, you still have. You know, seven more, up to seven more games to play and four more wins to find. And when it's your first time through, you want to share the journey, the final step, and this stage with everybody. 
your second time through, you're like, okay, you get you get yourself here, and we'll we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll try and get you tickets, or I'll put you in touch with somebody to get tickets, or you got to get your own tickets, and we'll we'll try to meet. There's less of the making sure everybody's okay, and you know hockey players. Uh, they're they're the salt of the earth. They're yeah. the most uh, kind and attentive, and making want to make sure that everybody's happy. Uh, type of athlete. Uh, once you get through it, especially because your friends, your family, they've been through it once. Everybody kind of knows their their grounds. And I was I was that guy. I was I was the buddy coming into to a Stanley Cup final and and wanting to share it and go out for dinner uh, with my buddy and and be around that with with the with our other uh, friends and family and you don't realize how much of a distraction you possibly were until after and you're like why was I crashing on that couch like <laughs> should, they, they, they should have been doing something else I'll, I'll tell you a story I, I was at my buddy's house yeah I stayed overnight after uh, after a game. Uh, I crashed uh, on his couch uh, because I was get, I had to get up and fly home uh, early the next day. And he was uh, one of his teammates in that series had already because they'd gone so late. He'd already given up his apartment uh, for the summer. He, his his like eight month ten month lease sure. had yeah. expired. Yeah. So he was crashing at my buddy's place. So we all went out for dinner. And we had a great time uh, after after a game. It, it wasn't the the result that uh, everybody was hoping for, but uh, but we were waiting for that. And uh, and I crashed on, on the couch. My, my buddy's teammate wasn't home yet. Mm-hmm. He gets home like an hour later, and he walks in, flips on the lights. I'm like, oh what? And, and he sees I, I'm on the couch. He's like, what the heck is going on here? Why, why sure. is there a dude? Yeah. I'm in the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> and I'm at his house. Why is there somebody crashing on our couch? And he comes over and he lifts the like I had a tie blocking the uh, the uh, the light. And he okay. lifts the tie. He's like, "Oh, sorry, buddy." And he puts it back down. And and I'm still buddies with that guy today because of that goofy interaction. So it's just it's it's weird how it can all come together and be a little bit distracting as you come. And I do think the the second time is much easier to come through it uh, and get into game mode than your first experience where it's not just nerves but it's trying to make sure that every distraction's not the right word it's more being attentive and when you're attentive on one thing you take away a little bit more from the other and from coaches all the way through i, I think there's uh john stevens has been through here uh misha donskov ryan craig that coaching staff uh they, they've all been through it and and so much uh, of the core group has been through it, and they'll be able to help out uh, a, a Mark Stone, who, who's the first time here, or Jack Eichel, yeah. uh, first time here. Uh, as far as getting uh, all the tickets, like that's another challenge, is to get your friends and your family into the game. And uh, here's my buddy uh, Todd Pollock. Um, I, I was calling you ticketing guy, uh, but I know that you're you've got the fancy title, senior vice president and chief uh, ticketing officer. Uh, which which title do you prefer to go by, senior vice president or chief ticketing officer? I like ticket guy, ticketing guy. I, I like ticketing guy too. They, yeah. they were making fun of me when I called you out the other day, but I said, what, so what, what gets what gets the message across more than ticket guy? My my four year old nephew told my sister that he thinks I sell tickets and popcorn for a living. So <laughs> and you do it very no shame well in any of that. <laughs> you do it extremely well. Uh, Todd Pollock <laughs> from the Vegas Golden Knights is, is with us. Uh, tickets went on sale this week for the Stanley Cup final reaction, and where are we? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's music to my ears to hear that. I know for all of our fans as well, but we're, 
we're excited. Our fans are excited. Um, we can't say it enough. Seats always getting released. I just literally dropped about 100 seats for games one and two on our website, VegasGoldenKnights.com. But demand has been absolutely phenomenal. It's been five years since we've been in this position. And candidly, I think I forgot how big hockey is in Vegas because it's been ramping up. But the uh, cup final is is the pinnacle, and we're, we're feeling it. We're buzzing, but uh, this is why we do what we do. So lots of excitement around the team. Hey, how much better prepared, more uh, ready for this situation are you this time than that whirlwind in 2018? <sighs> Probably less, to be honest. I really? mean, it's, you just <laughs> never know. And, you know, on our end, Darren, like, you've got to be prepared and you want to always be planning and a few steps ahead. But you also, like have that like fandom and superstition like should yes. we really be ready like you know hey we've lost two in a row to dallas are we really launching tomorrow but no we, we're ready again i think it's just the intensity and velocity and the excitement that people have i mean we, we've obviously gained so many more fans since season one that it's like they all they all come out but this isn't like our fans don't support the team the 41 games a year plus preseason like we're, we're used to it so it's not like you know, I wouldn't say they're coming out of the woodwork per se, but they're they're banging louder and harder and, and you know, knocking on the door to to get tickets and that that's a great feeling and uh should be fun. We just I'm ready for Saturday to be here at this point. I know how many people I've heard from that yeah. I don't talk to on a regular basis and I can't do anything for somebody. How many people are reaching out to you going, Hey Todd, remember me? To say it's in the hundreds would not be an exaggeration. Is that right? <laughs> it is. Uh, you know, there, there's been a few where I'm like, you know, I met met him once, like, I don't know, so let's just say in passing or, you know, yeah. gave him my card. And, and then there's some that are closer and family and, and all that. But uh, it's been, it's literally been nonstop. But, uh, you know, 30 teams are at home not selling tickets. So I'm happy to be one of the two that are that are part of this, as is, it's not just me, my, my team of 20, they're, they're grinding away, and we're, we're just, we, we couldn't be happier to be in this position. I love course. that you mentioned your team. Uh, I barged into his office today and said, hey, can you come on the radio today? we got to uh, tell everybody what the inventory is and, and what's available. Todd Pollock from the Vegas Golden Knights, Chief Ticketing Officer on the VGK Insider Show. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested in, in how you let some of those people down when, when, you, when you can't make the, uh, the ask, especially when it comes to something as, as big as, as a Stanley Cup final. Like, how, how do you let them down gently, Todd? Um, <laughs> you know, I guess it depends on who it is. You know, we, we certainly want to, if seats do come back in a release, we want to we help them out. But otherwise, it's, uh, you know, hey, you know, I think people understand the how big this is, right? I mean, it's the biggest spectacle in sports and in hockey, at least right now, and, and in Vegas compounds that. So um, sometimes you let them down gently, and then sometimes you just ignore them, right? I mean, <laughs> I hate to say that, but sometimes you got to ghost them for a bit, and maybe they take a hint. But, uh, you know, I like to you know, I like to get back to everybody and, you know, point them in the right direction if we can. But unfortunately, there's certainly more than... 18,000 people in this town that want to come to, to these games, and that's just unfortunately uh, the way it goes sometimes. How's Gary Lawless taking that? Um, you know, I haven't seen him too much. He came by once, but uh, yeah, he, he's got a lot. Of, he's, he has more friends than I think all of us in this office combined. <laughs> so um, I don't know what he's going to do. I was going to fit his thousand closest friends from, from Las Vegas into the game on Saturday, but uh, Gary will figure it out. If anybody can, he will.
Todd Pollock's the guy that uh, runs all the ticketing, uh, chief ticketing officer for the Vegas Golden Knights, senior vice president. Uh, 18,000 plus capacity. What is it for a Stanley Cup final when there's overflow media, there's uh, the TV networks are are taking over sections and suites and, and, and killing uh, some seats? What do you, yeah, what do you have? Yeah, they do. Yeah, we, we lose a little bit. Um, probably the biggest thing that people will notice on, on these games is, you know, the flight deck presented by Allegiant up uh, by the castle. We can normally get about two fit, 250 to 300 fans standing up there. We, we lose that whole space, so that's probably the biggest impact. So when you come to the game on Saturday or watching on TV, if you don't see people up there, that's not for lack of uh, excitement. That's purely just uh, a media stronghold now, and that's, that's just part of the deal. So, again, having been through this once, we're, we're kind of accustomed to it, but uh, you know, we'd love to be able to get those extra 300 in. But... Uh, TV has, uh, you know, that priority, so we, we, we just can't make it happen there. But that, that's the biggest impact uh, on us. And just to clarify, there have been some seats that were just released? There have about 100. About 100 seats for Games 1 and 2 just went out through VegasGoldenKnights.com slash tickets or our main page, click the ticket button. But those just came out. Uh, literally, we were finishing up uh, those right before, before I hopped on here. And where do those seats come from for somebody that's wondering, okay, how does the yeah. seat just pop up to be available? Yeah, so a lot of it's, it's actually TV broadcast, right? So okay. they might have, you know, I'm not going to tell you the exact number, but they've got, call it low hundreds, and they're going to use it for their partners, their usage, and so on. And, you know, they basically have 24 to 48 hours before puck drop. Commissioner's Office, NHL, NHL Players Association. I mean, you'd be surprised, or maybe not. There's just a lot of buckets of NHL officials. There's all these seats, and, you know, if they know, hey, we're not using all 100% of our seats, but, you know, peel 20 off from us right now is a courtesy. We do that. So they come, uh, you know, they come around a little bit here leading up to the game. So that is, again, why we always tell people, you know, you got to keep checking back. Obviously, the, the first day in launch was crazy because, Everyone was on there trying to buy and have seats, and now it's kind of the, the calm after the storm, and they can definitely uh, hop on and, and keep trying. Uh, Kyle, our, our uh, H, uh, what is it, uh, tech guy. Uh, yeah, IT guy, yeah. yeah, yeah. IT guy. He, he, he must be like right beside you on, on ticket launch day. <laughs> you know, we've done it a lot, but it always gives me some anxiety. I think yeah. it gives all of us, like, you know, you flip the switch, and, you know, I don't know if it's like, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when he <laughs> plugs it in, the lights don't yes. turn on, or they do finally, but you always have that, that little bit of doubt, even though you, you think it works, and then uh, maybe it doesn't, but we've been fortunate, knock on wood, that uh, you know we, we've got a really good team on the back end working with you know Brittany and Kyle and, and our whole ticket office, just making sure these things go smoothly, so um, when that's the least of our worries, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, they've saved me a couple of times in Studio 31 when I've uh, plugged in the things uh, wrong, the wires wrong. Hey, uh, Todd Pollock's with us on the VGK Insider Show, Chief Ticketing Officer. Uh, I didn't uh, run this by you, but uh, it just occurred to me, there there's opportunities here when there's such big demand where there's every now and then something untoward will come out and they, they'll want to take advantage of you because you want to be at the game so much. What's the best way for somebody to be safe, make sure that they're buying the ticket that they want uh, is actually the ticket. Yeah, obviously VegasGoldenKnights.com, also our, our exchange, VGKTicketExchange.com. We always remind people we don't issue paper tickets. We've never done so in six years of the franchise. So if you've got a paper ticket, odds are, or not odds are, it's a spot-on guarantee that it's, it's fake. Um, you know, and I always tell people, too, like, 
if it feels and sounds too good to be true, it, it probably is, right? So use use the only verified sites that we've got now that we are always exclusively fully digital. But we, we hate to, and this has happened. I mean, this uh, season one, we had a family come to the come to the doors for game one against the Capitals, fake tickets, and you know we we really had nothing to to offer them, and that that was a bad feeling, right? So. Um, just got to be vigilant and uh, do not buy a paper ticket to a Golden Knights game. You heard it right there. Todd Pollock with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. You know, Todd, you mentioned 48 hours, 24 hours, somewhere in that window. So when you're kind of looking at it ahead of games one and certainly games two, like there's an opportunity perhaps in the next 12-ish, 24 hours where, where there might be more tickets available? Absolutely, yep. And listen, we hold... Tickets for players, and I know they're getting hit with, uh, <laughs> you know, the ask as well, just like we are, and, and we, we process those morning of. We process uh, what access the Panthers have for their visiting allotment, and, you know, it's, it's usually a pretty strong uh, flow through, but that's not to say that, you know, hours before, hour before puck drop, even at puck drop, we would certainly don't like doing that, but that's the nature of, you know, all the dynamics happening at this point but things things definitely do become available and uh you know people can can wait you know i I never like advocate wait till the last minute because sometimes that doesn't pan out but um just just keep checking and uh you know whether it's a day or two before you might you might find a seat uh you're looking for how often do you look at your phone between now and saturday so i have actually been flipping my phone down during the day because it's just too much of that distraction. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's getting it, and and the phones ring in, text calls, emails, um, and that's that's really not a complaint. This is the time of our lives. This is amazing. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot of it's just kind of uh, noise on the outside, and just gotta gotta stay focused, and and we'll enjoy it once uh, the puck drops. But between now and then, it's it's certainly uh, you know like the guys on the ice. This is we're, we're out. Uh, finish some business and and keep uh, keep pushing things ahead. That's a great point. Like it, you are a team uh, on this run together, going into a fourth round. When when uh, you know, I guess we don't get the luxury of maybe getting the summer off because we're still working, <laughs> but uh, the intensity <laughs> drops off. But listen, our job is to get the best home ice in the NHL and to fill the building and, and support the business. And their job is to hopefully win some more hockey games. So um, whether you're personality like you guys or, or selling tickets around the ice we're all we're all a team and that's you know i think the the culture that that bill foley and, and carrie and our, our whole team is really uh, bought into and you know i know i'm not out there scoring goals but me and my team we feel like you know we're playing even the smallest role and that's that's been incredible for us and uh we're certainly not satisfied we've been saying 12 down four to go as well so we're we're anxious and excited and I'm telling Gary Lawless that you set me up in a party suite. Yes, please okay. do. Yeah, with uh, you and your closest 99 friends. What? Watch his head just explode. How did that happen? We, you know, we should actually do like a hidden camera one day in yes. the office of just like telling Gary that his his staff seats or his line mate seats have been accidentally resold and he doesn't have tickets to a game. <laughs> And record it and, and just see his reaction. Although that g- might be that might be really mean. Shane and Dave got an extra six, but yours are gone. 
exactly. Oh, my uh, gosh. Uh, Tony, uh, this has been awesome. I love uh, visiting with you during this uh, run. We may check back in with you depending on how the series goes because there is some uh, upticks and uh, uh, different challenges uh, during the course of a playoff series, whether you're up or whether you're you're behind. So yep. uh, we'll lean on you throughout this. But thanks for the information. Love it. Uh, letting people know what's going on. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the opportunity. That's awesome. Todd Pollock, he's a great guy. Uh, having some fun with us. The Senior Vice President of the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, Chief Ticketing Officer. I love Ticket Guy. And uh, he just said about 100 tickets released mm-hmm. for games one and two yep. of the Stanley Cup final. So if you want to go, you assumed it was sold out or you checked before and there was no tickets available, there are. I was on there last night, and I was looking around because I have a couple of friends coming down, and uh, and I got a couple for for them, and it was great. And they're so ecstatic; they never thought they'd get it, but they were tickets that were just released. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, you know, again, if you want to go, keep checking and and get on there right now and, and do your part. And because uh, it does, it, it it will be sold out. Like it will be. I don't yeah, want to be the p- picture that it's not sold out. It's sold out, but these tickets become available, and they, they, it's inventory put back in. They just they just go really fast. Exactly, and and you know you might have you might have been in a position where you feel like you you weren't able to go or you weren't going to be able to go because it is sold out. But these these releases that happen, these holds that happen, if you're if you're continuing to be vigilant about it, if you're continuing to to refresh and try to get in. There's an opportunity you might be able to take in the Stanley Cup final game, and there's nothing like that. I got a story for you about ticketing and the influences of winning or losing in a Stanley Cup. What's what position you're on, whether it's an elimination game for you or elimination game against you, and what that does to ticketing. I'll tell you that uh, as we continue on uh, throughout, because it was a really wild story on a team that was trying to end one of the longest droughts in Stanley Cup playoff history. Uh, a buddy of mine was involved in that series, and he couldn't believe uh, how the prices varied during the course of the series. But up next, it's John Shannon, the former executive producer of Hockey Night in Canada and co-host of the Bob McCowan podcast. Our NHL insider joins us for his second visit of the week ahead of Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final. Hello, Canada and hockey fans in the United States and Newfoundland. He used to have the most important job in Canada. Now he's willing to give us a few minutes. It's time to chat with John Shannon. John, help me. Darren Millard in the uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas studio. Uh, please, please help me. I've been trying that for years and you still haven't listened. I, well, this is different because right in the middle of your intro, Chapman leans over and starts asking me questions about how you really say things in Canada with the uh, Newfoundland thing. What do you mean with the Newfoundland? Ask him, Chapman. It's your question. Well, we were always taught it was Newfoundland. But in the intro, it says, in your intro, that we have specially for you, it says Newfoundland. No, it doesn't yeah, say but Newfoundland. That was, I believe that was Foster Hewitt, who had no clue. <laughs> he was the greatest ever! <laughs> no, no, no. He's not the greatest ever. He was the first. There's a huge difference. All right. <laughs> How, about, so it, how well it, did you know Foster? It, it, it is, it is, it is not Newfoundland. It is Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Yeah. Yes, it is Newfoundland. And actually, the province now is not just Newfoundland. It's Newfoundland and Labrador. Good point. Some good curlers yeah. out of there. World champions, Brad Gushu and company, and uh, Bob Cole, a guy that. Well, hold on, hold on. Did Bob Cole you're take over? To the people, you're talking to the people in Macomb County about curling. No, I like I like curling. 
I know, but do they? And you're supposed to cater your conversations to your audience. Well, Newfoundland wasn't. No, that was Crystal. That's different. Good, good, I like good point. And it's educational. It's an educational... Geographical education yes. during the Stanley Cup final. Uh, John, you were the executive producer of Hockey Night in Canada on a couple of occasions, the only person that's ever held that job more than once. Uh, I want to go on the television trail here. Okay. Tomorrow is media day. Game one is tomorrow. You have... No, game one is Saturday. Sorry, uh, game one Saturday. Uh, you have two teams, the southernmost uh, Stanley Cup final in NHL history. Right. What, what are the TV people doing right now as far as putting together storylines, uh, gathering uh, content for game number one to start the series? Well, I suspect that they've been doing Florida for 10 days. You know, I would not be surprised, uh, like our buddy Mike Zeisberger for NHL.com, that if if people in uh, for TNT and for, uh, for Sportsnet have had people in Sunrise in Fort Lauderdale talking to the players so that there are a lot less distractions when the players get here media day tomorrow is it, it's an interesting thing it, it, it you know in, in so many ways like you see at the super bowl like you see at the nba all-star game um media day is your you're just getting face time with the athletes you're not you're not going to get anything controversial out of them unless drew dowdy was playing <laughs> uh, and you're, you're so you're just getting sound and and for for a, a tv network You've already had special access. You've had much better time with these guys than any of them sitting at a at a uh, at a dais at, uh, at at T-Mobile. What would you expect to see differently from TNT or uh, Sportsnet in Canada, uh, TVA uh, in French? Uh, wh- what kind of extra elements? How many more cameras would you expect that from a regular season game? Oh, you know, there'll be upwards of 50 cameras in the building tomorrow, and I think the setup days tomorrow. So 50 cameras being set up between the three networks and a fourth network, which is NHL International, which gives a pool feed to the rest of the world. So from that perspective, you are going to get one or two more specialty cameras, isolated cameras. Maybe each of them will have a, uh, a wireless camera. We call them RF cameras radio frequency cameras so that you can be up in the crowd because let's face it if, if one of the big stories uh, certainly in Vegas is how great the fans are and how involved they get and how much fun they have and I think part of doing the Stanley Cup final and, and the great thing is you do the same two teams and you can deep, dig deeper into stories is you try to tell the story of what it's like to be in section 303 at T-Mobile during a Stanley Cup final game I think it'd be kind of cool I like section 117. That's where I hang out. Well, yeah, but but you know, that's when you and Lawless and you know, and all those guys are there. That's, you know, it becomes a bit of a, a prima donna show, doesn't it? Do you have to give your announcers a talk before the Stanley Cup final to broaden their range about the two teams because you're speaking to an audience beyond Vegas and Florida? No, I don't think you do. Not if I mean these guys. Remember, most of these announcers have have broadcast as many games as the players have played in the playoffs. This is this is a this has been a tough road for everybody. It's a long, grueling venture for two months, most of the time away from home because the Maple Leafs don't last more than a game and a half in the playoffs. <laughs> and so what happens? 
is that people, you know, p- people get into the routine. And, you know, for, for TNT with Eddie and, and Keith and, uh, and Kenny, they'll be, you know, they're, they're, a, they're a finely tuned machine. They know how to work with each other. The same thing on the Canadian side with Craig Simpson and, and Chris Cuthbert. Uh, they, they know each other's nuances. I'm not sure there's much coaching being put into play at this point as there is, are we missing anything? Can you think of something that we should be doing? And I think it's that kind of byplay that's important at this time of year. John Shannon's with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. You know, given the fact that we're talking about Vegas and Florida, and it's a bit more broad just in terms of teams that have been there before or recently, is there maybe a wider appeal of this Stanley Cup final because it's not necessarily the same teams that we've seen over the last two or three years in the final? Well, Ryan, you can think that. <laughs> um, Try to paint it that this way. One, this one is, you know, I think everybody's trying to find a storyline that makes it attractive for non-Golden Knights and non-Panther fans. But two days before the final, after a, a layoff of five or six days, it's hard. People have gone into routines. In the northern states and in Canada, summer's arrived. People are outside. Uh, so what's going to happen, and I think it's a really a real advantage that the game starts on a Saturday night, because that's when people in our country at least expect to watch hockey. Uh, you're you're going to have to start to grow the storylines again, and grow the matchups, and grow the rivalry, so that by the time the series gets to South Florida, more people have said, "Oh, I heard about. It. I heard it was really good. I heard there was lots of hitting. Oh, I got to tune in." It it's. You know, the ratings are going to be such that they're going to be disappointing in Game 1, a bit better in Game 2, and probably where they were expected to be in Game 3, and then the rest of the series will be a success. But it's going to take time. There, there, are, th- there are three different audiences. There's Vegas, there's Florida, and then there's the rest of us. And we need to be teased to get back into the realm of watching a Stanley Cup playoff game. Paul Graham is a buddy of yours. Uh, for those that are not aware of PG, uh, he uh, is a uh, television genius in Canada as well and uh, a part of TSN uh, and their uh, broadcasting uh, format and uh, and uh, management team. But Paul was uh, a guy that brought me into Memorial Cups way back when, and he always told me as the executive producer of that content, sell the stars. And if that's not working and the stars aren't performing, double down and talk about them more because they'll eventually do something. You've got to sell your stars in that. Uh, what are the storylines going into this Stanley Cup final if you're following some I would assume that it'd be similar, uh, a storyline for Vegas and a storyline for Florida that these announcers will be discussing to draw in the periphery? Well, I think the obvious one in Vegas is Jack Eichel. Is how ironic is it that Jack Eichel, with all the controversy and the comparisons to Connor McDavid for all these years, and Jack was a flop, and Connor's a star, and Connor's the corner, the best player in hockey. How ironic is it that Jack Eichel's in the Stanley Cup final before Connor McDavid? Uh, and 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 we've seen Jack Eichel grow as a as, as an athlete and a player uh, in these playoffs alone. So I think that's one. I think the matchup between the two goaltenders, you know, one guy making $2 million, another guy making 10 One guy was supposed to be the star for years in Florida, and one guy was the number two guy uh, coming 
coming in re- in relief of uh, of Logan Thompson for twenty five times a year. There, it, it, those are those are storylines that you have to deal with. I think you have to talk. Matthew Kachuk has become, you know, the talk of the town uh, in so many ways. There are there are tons of little things like that. And, and, and the great thing, Darren, about it is, is that the moment game one ends, you can start with a blank sheet again and reflect back on game one or game two. And that's what there's where you need to be flexible because at, at, at a certain point in this series. What happened against Dallas, what happened against Edmonton, what happened against Winnipeg means nothing. Sure, it's good to have background, but it means nothing. This is the Stanley Cup final. This stands on its own. Most of the people who will be watching, most of the media that will be in attendance won't have watched every Golden Knights game. And so when the voting for the Conn Smythe comes, it could be somebody, you know, off the cuff. I mean, I mean, there's a great story when you think of Carlson, Marcheseau, and Riley Smith being originals and can still contributing to the team. There's lots of things. The one thing I would say, and, and you taught, you referenced Paul Graham, the one thing about doubling down on stars is, for instance, if Jack Eichel is really good and you got an isolated camera on Jack Eichel, you see Eichel go up and down the ice and he makes great plays and he pokes checks and he steals the puck and scores in a breakaway, that's great ISO. That's a great replay to show. But what if he's not involved? What if he's just, you know, lollygagging up and down the ice? You actually need to show that too. You can make that a story. Mm-hmm. You can say, "There's, you know, what's wrong with Jack? You know, Eichel has to be more involved. You know, and that's the type of thing I think that when when you get into a series and can dig deeper into into two teams for a, a period of four to seven games is really important to the success on television. Next time you use an example like that, good and the bad, can you can yeah. you select a, a Florida Panther? If if you're going to go that route, well, I, I I can. I mean, okay. with, you know, I you know, but everybody knows Jack. I, I'm I'm not suggesting that Jack's going to do the lolly. <laughs> no, he's been good. He's been good. But you know, but you can't. You know, you're you're talking about the two networks. There, yeah. you know, the biggest challenge for the guys at TNT and the guy uh, it will be that the Florida fans think that the TNT guys are for Vegas, and the floor the Vegas fans think that TNT's cheering for Florida. You know, if you if both the fan they're cheering for the other team, then you're doing your job. I've been told you're complimenting that the right thing. I've been told that I did. Uh, we were at the VGK Alumni Golf Tournament the other day. I can't tell you how many people came up and said, "You know that ESPN? They were all over Dallas. They were cheering for Dallas." And and people actually do believe that there is a bias. And I sat in the chair. Yeah. I, I didn't have a bias. You've you've sat in the chair. You didn't have a bias. But it's uh, it's crazy how if you're not talking about the team enough, or you say something that might be considered to be just a little bit critical, you're done. Yeah, I know it's crazy. It, 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 but but that's the difference between trying to be fair and unbiased as opposed to being a fan. Yeah, you know the fans cheers for a team. They don't cheer. You know, a, a, guy, a guy up in section three hundred three isn't saying, "Boy, I sure wish it's a good, clean, fair game." <laughs> He's saying, "No, I want the Knights to win." And his attitude for the whole week and the whole two weeks will be, "It's not whether they." The Panthers win the game, or the Panthers lose the game. It's whether the Knights win the game or the Knights lose. An unbiased fan isn't asking you to pick a Florida Panther if you're going to be back and forth. Uh, and I'm not an unbiased uh, <laughs> announcer on this. Uh, John Shannon's with us in the VGK Insider Show. You know, I, we 
we've already seen a situation where there's been crossover. Matthew Kachuk went on the uh, the, the pregame show with, with NBA on TNT with Shaq and Charles and all of that. Uh, how much of maybe that crossover bringing in some of the personalities from the NBA broadcast on TNT are you maybe thinking about expecting in this series and how it can grow the game? Well, and the fact that the Heat are in the NBA Finals at, at around the same time, I will not be surprised to see Charles, who is a diehard hockey fan, in Game 3 or 4. Um, you know, that, to me, that's a... Uh, that's, that, I'm assuming that, that he will show up there. Now, he may... Actually, he may show up Saturday, too, because I'm not sure what their... Here, you know, their commitments to the NBA Finals are now that they're not doing games. Mm-hmm. I suspect that they'll be around, but I, I, I think that that's one of the bonuses of, of, of these two new contracts is trying to find ways of, of integrating with other sports and, and making sure it worked. NBC, you know, for, for a long time, NBC tried. You know, Henrik Lundqvist used to appear on uh, Jimmy Fallon all the time. You know, there were lots of I- I- interviews done um, on, the, on the Today Show. Um, but it just didn't resonate enough. I do think the Matthew Kachuk interview on the TNT pregame show, I think that really resonated with a lot of people. And, you know, that's the bonus of having these two new partnerships, and that's a really good thing. I like the shirt, the elbow room. Big fan. You've been there. Have you been to the elbow room? Yeah. You've been there. We might have gone there together at a draft. I confirm nor deny that I have been to the elbow room. You and I might have... Remember the draft in, in Sunrise? And we stayed yeah, out on the beach? That was the McDavid Eichel draft. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we may have been at the elbow room together on that trip. Was that the one... Were, were we there with Ryan McGill? Uh, yes, he was there. And we were there with Damian Cox. We went uh, frolicking in the ocean. Nobody knows who Damian Cox is. We all know who Ryan McGill is. <laughs> True. That's, that's, uh, I'm just getting that tutorial today on broadcasting. Well, you got you got to target your audience. You know, you got to you know you got to you got to talk to the people yeah. the way they talk in in, in Vegas. You it's know, not, you got to talk about Grimaldi's pizza. Sometimes they just you know, like you got to talk about these people this way. You know, you got to have that 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 bond with your audience. All right, bond with the audience right now. Who's your Consmith favorite? Going What's into that? the final, well, I that. Who's you broke up. What who, you think? Who's the Smythe <laughs> favorite in, in going into game number one? And uh, you might want to say that's a good question. Oh, he he wasn't joking. Either or he took the joke really far. You want to connect just so we can say uh, goodbye to him? We'll do that. He he actually did. That's committing somehow drop the yep. phone. Hmm. Uh, and we were we were on the cell this time. He, we always go back and forth on the uh, whether it's the four one six number or the nine zero five number. The nine zero five area code is is his landline. Uh, but I thought he was trying to dodge the question on answering the Con Smythe favorite yeah. for the the Vegas Golden Knights going into into game number one in the Stanley Cup final, and he took it all the way. I must apologize, John. I thought you were just joking because you didn't want to answer the question. Who's the Smythe favorite going into game number one from the Vegas Golden Knights perspective? But uh, but apparently we did lose you. I think the uh, I, I think you have to look at Marshall. I think you have to look at Eichel. And I think on the outside, if it's a short series, that means the goaltending has been good. I think you have to look at Aiden Hill. Those are the three guys for, in my mind, for. Uh, for the Golden Knights. 
Jonathan Marshall shows are really good. And then in saying that, what if what if uh, what if Carlson goes and rips as many goals as he did against Dallas? I mean, I, so I think there's I think that's the, that's a real uh, indication of how this team has played the whole playoffs. Everybody's contributed, but if they win, there's going to be that one guy uh, that's going to have a great series. This series, not series against Dallas, but this series that will end up win the Conn Smythe. As many options as uh, toppings on a meat lover at Grimaldi's Pizza. Are they good? I, I, I hear they're very good. Very yeah. good. We got to get you there. If you ever come into town, there. yeah, come into town. Stay yeah. at Lawless's place. I'll make sure that you got a place. Will Lawless be there? Uh, he he might be. <laughs> it means you got a ride. Yeah. They have Uber in Vegas. It's okay. He might make you drive him, though. <laughs> Where to today, Mr. Lawless? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I had an owner like that one day. Let, let somebody drive the car, and he sat in the back seat and said, Yeah, you can drive. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 Evolve or die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same guy. Same guy. <laughs> I think we caught you on a good day today. Uh, thanks for this. Uh, we'll chat with you if we can Tuesday uh, after the opening two games of the Stanley Cup final. All right. And good luck, George. <laughs> thanks, buddy. There's John Shannon with us. Uh, we're going to come back, set up hour number two in the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan. Talking about tickets, how to get them, what will be available going on in the next couple of days ahead of the Stanley Cup Final. We're going to shift our focus to the fan experience as Vegas hosts the Stanley Cup Final for the second time starting tomorrow, really kicks off tomorrow. Uh, Eric Tosi, Senior Vice President of Marketing, uh, uh, Chief Marketing Officer with the Vegas Golden Knights, will stop by in just uh, a little bit, and we'll also bring you Bruce Cassidy's uh, media availability today. But right now, call 702-876-1340. Caller number nine. You will win a two-foot sub from Porta Subs, your neighborhood sandwich shop, and you will go into a draw for two tickets to game number two on Monday. Lotus Broadcasting all over the Stanley Cup final. You will instantly win a two-foot sub, and you'll qualify for the draw for a couple of tickets to game number two, 702-876-1340. Be caller number nine right now. We're coming back with Eric Tosi, Bruce Cassidy, and a whole lot of news from the National Hockey League on Fox Sports Las Vegas.